0: Log Talk Radio
1: Welcome everybody to KSDAD Radios Friday the thirteenth slasher horror extravaganza. And now let's go to our home. Take it away, guys. now, but I just love that damn intro, I did it so good, but,
0: <laughs> we're
1: only going to be doing yes. one each time, because, well, it's Christmas, we know y'all going to be getting drunk as fuck on the Christmas parties this weekend, right, Fred?
2: Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> and two, I've <I'll> only got <laughs> like up. three or
1: four left, because after this one, I'm only going to have, uh, one, uh, seven... Uh, Jason X, Jason versus Freddy, and Jason the Pot Farmer.
2: Oh yeah, and I got to be involved in those.
1: <laughs> but yeah, <you sighs> where we are there. right now is that one we just had Jason. It's sort of a ghost in the first one. He really didn't exist if you go by the plot of the first one, did did he?
2: No, he was supposedly, well, originally he was supposed to have died, and then later the story kind of changed that he was a little boy lost in the woods that, I guess, was eating crawfish out of a fucking lake until he got big enough to go and kill for revenge for his mom.
1: Yeah, which really makes no sense in a very big, big way. Both him and his mother were crawling along the same woods for 20 years. <laughs> And they never fucking ran into each other.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Nope. (laughs) Which makes no sense. And then supposedly that night he saw his mom killed. Which is why he came back.
1: Yeah, imagine that. 20 years and I was listening to Harry Woods. Mama, job.
2: (laughs) Ah. Yeah. Or I do like the one fan theory to where he was sent back by hell.
1: Yeah. And then the first one, he was the bald Jason that's in pretty much every other movie. But in the second one, he looked like something out of Deliverance with the red hair.
2: Yeah, he definitely they did hick him out very much over he did, with the overalls. His his uh, tools of killing were like pitchforks and you know <laughs>
1: it well, like he farm had and He had like a tin shack in the middle of the woods with. Uh, his mom's head on the table. But we'll see that because that's like the first of the fucking movie.
2: Yeah, that, I call that his um, town that dreaded sundown look.
1: Yeah. And it was a lot cooler in a town that dreaded sundown.
2: Oh, definitely. Definitely. But we'll get into that at some other time. <laughs> I got, I I got actual story. Had,
1: yeah. I just wish they had kept the outtake... Uh, the first time that Gillette tried to jump through that window on Friday the Thirteenth, Part Two.
2: Yeah, that would have been good. You know what good. I'm
1: talking about, don't you?
2: Um, the sunk the stunt guy, right? Yeah. Yeah, because they had two was, actors playing was, Jason in that one.
1: Yeah. What happened was, is the the costume was too padded, and the window wasn't scored. So he jumped at it full force and just, boing, bounced off of it. <laughs>
2: yeah, they had a lot of trouble with with the Jasons on um part two. So, so I had to bring a second actor in. <clears throat> that was they a that ugly scene two. at
1: the con because Penn Jillette, I think, he was only in the movie for like one stunt, three minutes. Yeah. And then he went yeah, around so... saying, I am the only fucking Jason. And then the guy who actually played Jason showed up and said, excuse me, motherfucker?
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, it's always issues. Like, they did that with Part 6. They had um a guy come in, and then as they're watching the dailies, they're like, he's too small, so we got to get a bigger actor to play him. So they kept the, the scenes they shot with the smaller actor. Then all of a sudden, Jason grows like a foot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, people say, oh, Jason really can't... Was first Really his first movie Second I don't I consider two Proto Jason But we'll get into that As the movie goes
2: Yeah Yeah And okay. I actually want to talk about Where the movie was supposed to go What part three was supposed to be
1: Oh the original Fucked uh, up ending
2: <laughs> Well that is the um, other The things. script for part three Yeah So yeah. when we get started We'll talk about it
1: <laughs> Okay and we're at the Paramount World Go, and we're about to go. We're going to push play in three, two, one, go.
2: All righty. We're going Paramount.
1: And the first thing is, is this is a weird thing right here because.
0: Uh-oh.
1: If you're going to watch this in 3D, it's probably kind of weirded and pissed off because the first three minutes are not in fucking 3D.
2: Yeah, no. Um, the 3D's happened during the credits. So <laughs> they start yeah, the 3 In other words, you go in, you're sitting five there.
1: the of Friday 2.
2: Yeah. And you know what's funny? What?
1: This is the uncut end to part 2. For some reason, yeah, they the NBA cut cut some of the gore in this bit here, but they left it in part three. Why? I don't fucking know.
2: <laughs> well, they needed to show him, take the machete out, get up, and walk out. The only thing that's ever been missing from part two was the mom's eyes opening up.
1: And uh, the uh, wheelchair guy gets goes down all the steps because they thought it was cruel that he went down 20 steps instead of five.
0: Yeah. So. <laughs> <sighs>
1: and even but, right um, the, there you can tell that that's some woman in a mask and not a dummy head. I felt sorry yeah. for her. I think they said she had to spend like a whole day sitting in that position.
2: Yep, and they did the makeup with her in that chair, and then she all that for nothing. So, <laughs> but um, so I was gonna talk about what the original part three was supposed to be. So part three originally was supposed to have Amy Steele come back and play get, um what's her name, Ginny again, but she's gonna she was supposed to be in a mental institution. And Jason was going to do, like Michael Myers, come in and start killing patients in the mental institution trying to get to Amy Steele because she got away from him. And they completely scrapped that idea and rewrote it to where Jason, I guess, is stalking kids at a cabin in the woods instead of even a campsite.
1: Well, I'm sort of glad because your version actually sounds stupid as hell.
2: Yeah, it, it was. It, the, and even she, um, the actress Amy Steele was like, I'm not doing that. That doesn't sound good. And she actually they actually said it sounds like Halloween 2. Michael walking around a hospital. It's going to yeah. be Jason walking around a hospital. So and
1: This is actually yeah. the two is the only time that you got what's her name? The dude who who did her cameo. Betsy Palmer. Yeah. When I heard yeah, that that was... little 2 minute bits right here they paid her a nice little penny to get her back.
2: Mhm. Yeah. Um my DVD player froze up for a bit. What part are you at? So I can catch up to you.
1: Uh right where she's about to swing the machete down and he blocks it with the pickaxe. Gotcha. And there's some cut gore from part 2 where it shows the pickaxe going to her leg.
2: Yeah. Yeah, no, they cut a lot out of two that, that like you said, ended up here.
1: <laughs> yeah, Which I'm they happy were they waiting did that. Because they cut a lot of shit for part one.
0: Yeah. The
1: parents, what about our kids? What about our kids? It's R rated, bitch. Keep your kids away from the motherfucking movie.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> It's like um, when all the parents complained about Deadpool. Yeah, he's a dirty uh, <laughs> he's a dirty character. Don't bring your kid. Yeah. Hey, I want to bring my kid to Deep Throat. Can you cut out all the porn scenes? Yeah. <laughs> Come on. She's one of my favorite uh, final girls. Amy Steele. The reason
1: they really screwed up on part two is they didn't do any kind of makeup around Jason's eye.
2: Yeah, I mean, he, he, it's like half his face is normal. He's almost like two-faced. Half of it's normal, and the other half is like some bumpy shit. It didn't even match uh, Savini's um makeup job. Makeup
1: for one, yeah.
2: Ooh. I have that figure. If they were really <laughs> actually. supposed
1: to show his face here, but they did the makeup so fucking much... That
2: they say, yeah. no. <laughs> yeah, when she pulls the mask off, and they then they just walk out.
1: <laughs> that was probably the producers' reactions to the makeup. They didn't know what the fuck they wanted with part two, and that's why, as much as people love it, it's pretty much the dark horse of the series.
2: Yeah, well, um, the producers actually said, we did not want to do the sack again, because at the time... They actually said that when part two came out and people saw the um, sack, the, another movie came out around the same time, Elephant Man. So people were like, what is this, the fucking Elephant Man with a machete now?
1: Yeah.
2: So, and and then people, there was a couple like, comments. What the
1: fuck is this, ripping off the town that dreaded Sundown?
2: Exactly. So here it is, yeah, him with the bloody machete, dropping it. I might be a little off from you, but. He's
1: yeah. crawling away. Well, Are you at that point? No, I'm just where the 3D supposedly kicks in.
0: Oh, okay. Okay, so let me it a little bit. And this is definitely one of the most
1: what-the-fuck moments, but I love this tune. Is if you yeah. watched it, like 13. Fuck you, I <laughs> yep. love me some Disco Jason.
2: Yeah, that was done by a band called Hot Ice with Michael Zagger. So, and it actually became so popular, it started playing at discos and um, gay clubs. So it was big in the um, whole disco scene of the eighties.
1: What the hell Well the song? what was left of the
2: disco scene of the eighties?
1: yeah this is the <laughs> song is like saying, "Just have some fucking fun with this movie
2: yeah also there's a there's a band there's um even a band to this day that performs this song live. It's like a new retro wave band, and they do this song.
1: Oh, man, if they had the conga drums in there and everything, I'd just be there dancing.
2: <laughs> exactly. Yeah, this was full-blown. 70s are are here, but the 80s are here as well with the 3D.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and this was the yeah, only do. movie to ever be filmed in this process.
2: Yeah, they used um the newest equipment because... The director said he wanted the camera to travel around. And if you ever worked with 3D equipment, they were they were fucking like the size of uh, vans. So it's hard to film with those yeah. things. So what they actually ended up using was a, a Luna crane with an Aeroflex uh, camera with this new detachable and retachable filtered 3D lens. So it made it to where you can move the camera around on a crane and to also carry it which was completely new at the time, and they took advantage of that. The problem was when they tried to show it in theaters, none of the theaters had the equipment to show it, so they had to do, um, I think it was about 1,070 screens. They had to replace the screens with a new silver screen. Then they had to replace the projectors and also the lenses to project it. So they had to do that in over a thousand theaters and it cost them ten million dollars just to re equip theaters to show their movie. So I it was worth it though. People uh, loved it.
1: <laughs> I love these two.
2: Yeah, that's um who are they? I actually got their names. That's um that's Steve Suskind who plays Harold yeah. And Sherry Mangus, who plays Edna. I probably mispronounced her last name, but I'm sorry. And there's the director of the film on the TV screen. That's him. Here's
1: one of the funniest parts and one of the things that I love about 2, 3, and 4. Yeah. They all take place on uh, (laughs) a whole 96-hour period. Because, really, if you're following continuity – Part 2 takes place on Friday the 13th. So now so we're Saturday at the morning the of Saturday the 14th. Saturday the 13th.
2: Yes. So, and I just wanted to mention right there where they're showing the clip of uh, them taking Amy Steele away. The reporter is the director, Stephen Miner. He was a huge um, fan of Albert Hitchcock and wanted to be in his own movie, but it's the only time he's done that because he was like, this is too much work. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, he pretty much quit the Friday Thirteenth movies after this and two. Yeah. <laughs> he filmed two and three back to back.
2: Yeah, so this kind of makes no sense. Like this is right after the events of part two, and here we are in part three, and Jason's wandering around some woman's laundry. <laughs> kind of like what?
1: <laughs> no, it actually makes sense. He wants clean clothes. How the hell do you think he's been getting clean clothes all through the fucking years? This is True, you, you got me clothes. on that one, yes.
2: So you know, he stole Harold's clothes. That's, why, yeah, that's how he got Harold his new clothes. The
1: same size. If you look at him and Harold right next to you, you're like, oh, bullshit.
2: Yeah, because Harold's got a big pot belly and small shoulders. <laughs> he's built yeah, like Nate. shorter than
0: Jason.
2: <laughs> now, what was this? A gas station? Because it's got a lookout for the locomotive yeah, sign this there. Was, I guess it was a.
1: Uh, one of those places right before you go into the park, you know, one of them raft stop Bait Shop things. Oh,
2: um, a classic tourist trap.
1: Yeah. You know why Jason fits so at him, don't you? Why? There's no Pabst Blue Ribbon. They got Coors, they got Budweiser, <laughs> they got Miller,
2: <laughs>
1: and he wanted some Pabst.
2: The Great Train Robbery. So, yeah, it's a tourist trap. It's a train robbery area. Okay. Oh, this part's always made, cracks me up where he's eating the uh, fish food it's and then he reads like the an ingredients. <laughs> yeah.
1: And originally worth... in the original script, which would make more sense, he's supposed to be a real fat ass. Yeah. You know, because he's complaining about the diet and all that. This may be the most fucked up scene in the whole movie coming up.
2: Oh, is this the rabbit? Yeah. Yeah, he's taking the rabbit out of there. Then he's walking around eating the fucking food in his store.
1: <laughs> and then, like I said, it would make more sense if he wasn't a skinny fucker.
2: Yeah, well, he's got a pot belly, but he's, like, really short. And so, it's like, how did Jason yeah. those?
1: He was supposed to be more like the landlord from Alice, Sweet Alice. You know what I mean? Oh,
2: yeah. <laughs> Rest in peace. <laughs>
1: Yeah, which would have made more sense was as much as he's eating.
2: Yeah, but he can barely walk, so. <laughs> yeah. Here he with the donut. I don't know, like I kind of like his wife. That. Yeah, <laughs> he's just walking around eating everything.
1: The doctor says he's supposed to have to lose weight as skinny as his motherfucking ass is. <laughs> When I'm talking about fucked up, I'm talking about the scene with the rattlesnake.
2: Yeah, no, I know yeah. Yeah, they're all dead, the poor rabbits. So what's he doing with these rabbits? Yeah. And he
1: just leaves that other rabbit there. (laughs) He's like, Fuck you, rabbit, I'm gone.
2: (laughs) So when this movie came out, before they started filming it, they had to make a choice. Guess what with the other film they had to choose whether they were gonna do the three D process with? What? It was going to be either Friday 13 Part 3 or Star Trek 3.
1: Uh I think they made the right choice.
2: Yeah. Well, they also had to comp- compete at the oh time. Oh my god,
1: did you see the wire on that snake's mouth where they pulled it yeah. out?
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, that that's the that's the running theme through this movie is every time um something happens you see the wire, like when the guy's eye pops out. You see the wire with the yeah. um, well, spear gun. You see the wire.
1: Well, that was another problem with the three D uh, effects in this movie.
2: Well, yeah, they had to the light the scenes so bright to capture the three image, D imagery that you could see everything. They couldn't really hide anything.
1: Yeah, I've got the Blu-ray, it's, and it's grainier and shit.
2: Yeah, it is. Uh, I'm, I'm watching the DVD. I have it on Blu-ray, too, but I, I have my DVD playing right now. And, yeah, I, I see every little grain of the film. It did not age well. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, all the I, I love it. No, It's like every scene when I got a 3D effect, you can tell it's coming because it's grainier and shit.
2: yeah. Now, does your copy have the um, smears on the lenses? Like, you can literally see the (gasps) smears on the lenses and the dust on the lens. Yeah. Because I'm watching, and I see dust and smears and fingerprints all over the fucking thing. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah,
0: digitally.
1: (laughs) Yeah, they could have removed it digitally, but they couldn't even get the 3D to look good because of how quirky the process was. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and that was the thing. The whole process was a real motherfucker to work with.
2: Yeah, that was a big complaint with the actors. They said they didn't care about us acting. They were just like, okay, when you throw the wallet, make sure you go straight for the lens. When you're yo-yoing, go straight for the lens. They were like, so how's my acting? Who cares? Just just make sure it goes towards the lens straight. <laughs> so acting took a back burner to uh, making yeah. sure the 3D process worked. He's got a good depth in this.
1: Yeah, Cleaver to the chest. I'm amazed exactly. how uncut this movie got away because it was in 3D.
2: Yeah. 3
1: and 4 oh, well, you... are really the bloodiest of the movie series. But, well, 3, 4, and 5 before they really start taking a chainsaw to them.
2: Oh, Part 7 was the most brutally attacked by the uh, MPAA. Yeah. That one, they 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 went at that after that one with a chainsaw, literally.
1: Well, Buchler says his movie wasn't cut. It was uh, raped. It's rated? <laughs> yeah, he said his movie was raped.
2: Yeah, they, they did. I mean, and I've seen the uncut footage, but it's, un, it's uncleanable to put it back in the film because it's all VHS copies. If you saw what they cut out, it's like, holy shit, they brutalized this film. Oh, here cool. you go, got to come straight at the camera.
1: <laughs> that was the nastier death. Here, there's what, one, the one of the late back 3D ahead. effects in the movie.
2: Yeah. Yeah, when you watch it in 2D... All the three D stuff doesn't make sense, like a baseball bat waving in front yeah. of the camera lens. <laughs> you know, it's like well, what unlike, are you doing that for?
1: And what's the difference between a good slasher like this and a bad one? Oh what? Every one of the kids are likable.
2: Yeah, true. Well, and I was gonna bring this up when she but she didn't mention it yet, but one of the characters is pregnant. And she gets killed later on. It's like holy shit, yeah, really? Funny
1: thing, they just And there's our favorite, our the first one of us to appear on screen.
2: <laughs> Shelley.
1: <laughs> no, he's an asshole. He's nineteen eighty three and he's still got a white fro.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not an asshole. I'm an actor. No, you're an asshole. <laughs> You're well, there's asshole. that punk rock. You guys out there, look them up. The Jasons—they have a great punk rock song called she- um, "Shelly's Got Shit for Brains," <laughs> which is about <laughs> Shelly from the Friday the Thirteenth Part Three. <laughs> they're called the Jasons. Look them up; they're great.
1: Not going with you. Oh yeah.
2: With you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the fighting. So they set this complete babe up with Shelly.
1: <laughs> yeah, what the hell they hate her for hooking her up with Shelley shit.
2: <laughs> when she's shitting her cereal. <laughs> you know? Okay, oh, and-
1: here's something. You have partaked in devices. How much weed <laughs> would you have to smoke in that short a period to cause the whole <laughs> fucking van to fill up with smoke?
2: You, you would need about 10 guys hitting the bong at once to fill up stuff like it that. Would be to a hop at that
1: eyes, there's you some, wouldn't I be mean, awake. Yeah, this, they're really what's really bizarre and dates to movie. You got these kids, and you can tell 20, 20, 20, 20. Yeah. Fucking hippies in their late 30s, almost 40. Yeah. <laughs> and, well, you know
2: why because at the time um this came out Cheech and Chong was big like they had their movies coming out and they were working on their next uh, third one i believe it was so you know it was like yeah, will was really do the what whole Cheech, Cheech
1: and Chong thing. really started to slide cuz they had uh up in smoke next movie and then we got one then they started doing <laughs> shitty ones like things are tough all over
2: yeah. Oh, the scene with them passing the joint, I remember in the theaters when my sister Lisa took me to see it, when she passed the joint to the front, people in the audience reached up to try to grab the joint. <laughs> yeah. And I'm sitting there like, I don't get it, and my sister's like, don't worry about it, you know, because I was too young. I was like 12 at the time. <laughs> or even younger. No, I was 11 when she it took me to see It's
1: funnier in the paperback novel of it. Because in the paperback novel, (laughs) everybody had pills, drugs. Yeah. You know what I mean.
0: Yeah. Everybody had drugs.
1: One had pills, uppers, downers, yellows,
2: blues. Yeah. So yeah, this I gotta bring up. So Friday the thirteenth supposed to take place in New Jersey. You're watching this film, this is California hard as hell. The scenery, the characters. Yeah. <laughs> is, they're,
1: they're in a big hippie van. And plus, after Friday the 13th, 1 and 2, any summer camp in Jersey would not let them fucking near it.
2: Exactly. Plus, they need to be in California to get close to the equipment because they couldn't get these 3D equipment on the East Coast at the time.
1: Yeah.
2: It would have cost them an arm and a leg.
1: See look, we're not even hours away an hour or so away from there. Yeah. When's the last time you seen continuity this tight in a fucking slasher movie?
2: <laughs> um, true, yeah, no, they're they're right there. Oh here here's your here's your Ralph replacement character coming up.
1: Yeah, they realize they fucked up when they killed Ralph in the second one so they tried to get a replacement character. But it yeah. didn't work, so they basically just wrote him out. Yeah, they really yeah, should have get the I, I, guy. I, they tried to get him to look like what's his name? He was in Day Live, Drive In Massacre. Oh uh, uh, fuck! Um, yeah, Bear Leader Camp, you know, and talking. Yeah, I,
2: it, I, I forget. I forget the yeah. I forget the actor's name. He yeah. He's the guy in Day Live, sitting in front of TV, going saying he's got a headache. Yeah, no, I know yeah. who you're talking about. And then later, he's the one that sells out yeah I forgot the actor's name though sorry, yeah they even tried to get like like the gore in he's got obviously has a calf's eye in his hand. <laughs> it's like a part of a slaughterhouse calf and she's the effect of sticking it oh, at the camera guy.
1: that's one of the most bizarre stories that Steve Miner ever told he what said was that? the p a a called him and asked him he said, "Is that a penis the old man has in his hand?' <laughs> there you go He's like what the So
0: Higgins Haven
2: I can't see the license plate on the car But I can't, I can't tell if it's New Jersey Or if they just said fuck it it's California now
1: I think that's a California plate
2: Yeah like, Cause that always bothered me Like it doesn't yeah, look New Jersey a at all there's a
1: real 70's fan I mean, for you
2: yeah, exactly. I mean, all it needs is, like, a a, god, a Mayan god on the side of it holding up a naked woman.
1: <laughs> I don't know. No, they ain't that cool. <laughs> You're forgetting those guys would have uh, Frazetta rip-off painting.
2: Yeah. Oh, totally. Totally. Frazetta all over that van. So that lake, that huge lake there, they made yeah. that themselves. They dug it out with um, tractors and then filled it up with water. It sat there for like a month, and when they went back to it, and that ecosystem actually formed there. There was actually living things in it, like frogs and, you know, of course, uh, mosquitoes, and it actually started growing.
1: I'm a country boy. I wouldn't go swimming in water that green.
2: Yeah, it's stagnant.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Most beautiful woman. Hey, let's go fuck in the pond. Hell no, that looks like poop water.
2: <laughs> yeah, because that's just filled with like um, animal feces and spit. Here comes
1: <laughs> a part of uh, a left-out subplot, which we'll really get into later. There's a backside to this story, isn't there?
2: Oh, of him and her.
1: Oh, uh, Why is she acting so weird?
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. No Yeah, I was trying to avoid talking about that so it came to it.
1: Yeah, and but yeah. really, this is the start <laughs> of it. They have this. They have the whole subplot which builds up throughout the half of the film. But yeah,
2: yeah. Why is she acting all spooked? Why was she staring at the um, you know, the 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 murder scene as she drove by it? Yeah, yeah, and why, why she hates she Shelly so get
1: much. from behind. Yeah. You're wondering <laughs> if she's been to prison or not. Because, <laughs> see, she has no problems being the top.
2: Yeah. <laughs> she jumps right on him. Oh, this is one of my favorite uh, Shelly moments here. One of his lines that he says.
1: You know, you can tell the 70s man, it's got shag carpeting on the doors. For some reason, they had a shag carpeting fetish in the, in the 70s.
2: Yeah, because it's supposed to be comfortable. Here it is. Mind you, down at the lake with everyone else, they're skinny dipping, and I'm not skinny enough. That's a problem I can relate to, Shelly, together, bro. <laughs> I
1: don't care how fat I was. If I was something like John Holmes and I was 200 pounds, I'd just be walking around strutting.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So, this house I got to talk about, because it's filled with every antique you could think of. It's like they raided an antique store and a thrift store at once and just filled this house up.
1: I've never seen a house like this. Because this house and that barn are nowhere near each other.
2: No, but they were both built by the studio.
1: Yeah. And they yeah, weren't I'm,
2: real houses. I'm sorry, they, if, they, but if
1: someone I wouldn't act like her, if someone took me in there and said, What are you gonna sleep on? This giant ass hammock? Oh fuck, yeah. yeah. Oh shit.
2: Yeah. <laughs> 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 The cutest couple in the movie. Yeah, you you're right. They they're the most likable people, you know. That's why when and they get killed they're like God oh, damn it.
1: Like, well even Shelley. Because Shelley yeah. is our doppelganger, you know.
2: Yeah, the the, the down guy who can't get laid to save his life.
1: <laughs> and what the hell is this idiot working with hay like that with no shirt on?
2: Oh, so get itch.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. boy wants to get that red rash really bad.
2: Yeah, no, I've worked with Hay before. Yeah, you, you get rashes real quick from that shit.
1: <laughs> and I love how they're showing the whole outline of all the fucking barn, the lake, and everything.
2: Well, it's just set so up so later you know where they are. Yeah. Because he does – Um, that's the one thing this movie I always liked about is they do it really um, clever the whole cat and mouse chasing. Shelly goes here. The other couple goes there. They're looking for each other. Jason's yeah. over here. So they got the whole cat and mouse thing. So they're setting up all the locations. So when Shelly goes to the barn and the other two goes to the outhouse, you know where they are.
1: <laughs> I love what he does. Oh, you're cute.
2: <laughs> Drops her. <laughs> and, yeah, here's here, here's another um, – why is she acting freaky? Scene coming up. See, look at this place. It, it looks like a thrift store.
1: <laughs> yeah, and this is supposed to be the first time they've been in there for like I don't. Oh yeah, handyman. My bad.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: and they got a Zulu mask too. There's no yeah. rhyme or reason for the antiques too. It's just like they went <laughs> in and just stole the whole damn shop.
2: I mean, at one point, she's looking at a stack of uh, Fangoria magazines. I'm like, what?
1: I'm
2: telling you, it's a thrift store. <laughs> I've been in thrift stores, and antique stores that Had less than this.
1: It kills me just looking at them. Well, we'll get into it later. What they do to the Fangoria magazine, because I know how much that damn thing is worth nowadays.
2: Which I have a copy of, with the original yeah. poster still in it. Yes, thank you. <laughs> I saved it. I actually held on to that since I was a little kid. Here we go.
1: I mean, look. Where's the rhyme and the reason for it? Green clan cabinet.
2: <laughs> oh, Shelley got shit for brains.
1: Shelly, you fucking ass. <laughs> <laughs>
2: So Shelley is played by Larry Zerner. Do you know how he got discovered? How? The um, writer and the two writers for this movie were driving on the street, saw him on the street corner and said, oh, that guy looks really pathetic. So they pulled <laughs> over. They knew they found their Shelley, And
0: yeah. they
2: pulled over, and he was handing out flyers for a screening of The Road Warrior. So, <laughs> there's a little road warrior. At the time, the road warrior was big. So, there's a lot oh, of film God, connections yeah. here. <laughs> but, yeah, they they were like, oh, there's our Shelly. He looks pathetic enough. <laughs> Always love that story. Pathetic,
1: we're, right, we're getting right at Shelly's ba- badass scene. Yeah. Oh, and here comes a subplot where she explains
2: She gives you a hint of what happened.
1: Yeah. But really you what know, happened her, cut out.
2: Yeah. Yeah, which I'll get into at the time for because there was a specific yeah. reason it was changed. <laughs> so that actress there, the oh, what's her name? Um Oh damn it. it. Yeah, it's um Tracy Savage. She was eighteen years old when she did this. And she, they made her do a full frontal nude scene, basically. She was going straight from 17 to 18, and then they made her do a nude scene. And then she's like, hey. So she she's now working as a newscaster. Oh. <laughs> this is probably a great, this is one of the greatest scenes. And Shelly's, um, how can I put this, Upcomings <laughs> where he grows up a little.
1: I want those comic books. Yeah. You know what I like? Even the bikers, once they get into that farm, are likable.
2: Yeah. That's, um, They're like Nick big Savage kids who've never been a... out to
1: the country before.
2: <laughs> Which, I, I, I'd love to say this, this is purely California because we don't have bikers like this in Jersey.
1: <laughs> yeah. And I love how there, it's a biker no gang of three. There was anywhere like that in the early 80s. No. No. So that there was none mixed. of this diversity. It was all white, all black.
2: Yeah. So that's Ali, Fox, and Loco. Which, if you hear Loco now, his name is uh, Keith O'Brien. He
1: talks like this, hey guys, I was Loco in that movie.
2: <laughs> he sounds like Eddie <laughs> Driesen. <laughs> well, he
1: knows he doesn't have any fucking lines in this fucking movie. <laughs>
2: Oh, he does. He has one line. <laughs>
1: and that's it. And what I love is the black guy gets one hell of a fight with Jason.
2: Yeah, that's Nick who please, course. Ali.
1: And here's the one question. What mm-hmm. the fuck was Coors doing in fucking New Jersey in 1983?
2: <laughs> yeah, that was a local beer, but in Cal- yeah, on the West Coast. Yep, he's got a At course. least
1: he's staying black. So he's drinking Bigelow out Lick.
2: This scene was actually supposed to be way different. This scene, um, Shelly was going to hit the bikes, and instead of them smashing the windshield and attacking them and them taking off and him rerunning over the bikes, there was supposed to be this whole motorcycle chase. Where it was going to be Shelley running riding down the road with the three of them on their bikes chasing him, and he was going to grab a bottle of champagne, chuck it out the window, and hit one of them in the face, which causes all three of them to crash. That was the original scene, I love and then that. they figured out. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, that's a polite for an ass whipping. He just stands there with a <laughs> smile on his face, you know.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and
1: the name of the gang is the Black Widows. Yeah. Isn't that like all of us we echo with you and stuff and then someone does something and make us snap and then we go all psycho and shit.
2: Wait a minute. They're the Black Widows, so is that um is that a connection to uh Clint Eastwood's films? Any which way you can?
1: I don't know, but with, see look at the back of the air.
2: Yeah, that's the same so yeah, they're they're part of the Black Widows gang. So there are probably three members yeah. of that gang from, there you go, now you got to watch a Clint um, Eastwood yeah. films to make the connection. <laughs>
1: that was the easiest film this film in 3D, Miner said. So this yeah. was Miner's favorite scene in the movie.
2: <laughs> the yo-yo at the camera, because it's just yeah. going up and down at a camera.
0: What the fuck happened to my window? <laughs> <laughs>
2: There's Jason. Yeah, Jason lost his hair real quick since part two.
1: <laughs> this is really the movie where it solidified Jason's look and all the other ones. The army camouflage jacket, the olive green jeans, uh the shirt yeah.
2: boots. The basic worker looking look. Yeah the hockey mask itself that was um oh, who designed that that was designed by supervisor Martin J Sandoff what happened was when they were doing the um film testing and they were doing the makeup tests they wanted something to put over the makeup to see how it would react with the 3D and they were they wanted to get rid of the hood but they wanted to cover up the makeup till the end so they so uh, Martin J. Sandoff was a huge hockey fan, so the first mask they put on him was a Red Wings goaltender mask. And Steve Miner saw it and was like, "Oh fuck yes, that's got to be it. We got to put a hockey mask on it because it's ghostly, it's spooky." So they actually got, and, but the problem was the the um the Red Wings mask didn't fit the actor who played Jason. So they had to fabricate one out of um what was it? It was a phone. It was a vacuum form. Um, mask. They yeah. still do that to this day with plastics. They they made a vacuum form mask and they put and they spray painted it from the inside, so it had that translucent look to it, and that's what and that's how it ended up being his look. Was the guy was a hockey fan and that's what he had with. Is it me or a, that a,
1: shot right there with the view and the music would have fit the cut out subplot? Yeah. <laughs> She's. I love
0: him.
1: But without the car chase scene you're wondering how the fuck did they find him?
2: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So that's how it was supposed to set up. They were gonna chase them but crash just before they got to the site.
1: And for big badass bikers, the prank they pull is a harmless fucking prank. <laughs>
2: yeah, it's like, hey I learned to do this in high school. <laughs> I mean
1: look, he's like, Maybe we shouldn't do this.
2: Yeah. Well, remember, it's the Black Widows. They're after Follow Beto, not uh, not a teenager.
1: Look at the white guy's head. Yeah. You see that on there? (laughs) There was a purple splotch on his head.
2: Oh, I didn't notice that. Sorry.
1: (laughs) Yeah, across his forehead. You could barely see it, but like I said, hey, there's a purple splotch probably from where, you know.
2: Yeah, probably from when he got hit. Yeah, so they were supposed to be banged up, and they were. That's how. That's why they were getting revenge, not for what happened at the store, but for what happened with the car, with the uh, crash. And that's how they were supposed to find them. So it, it kind of doesn't make sense. They run over the bikes and take off. How do they find them in the middle of the woods if yeah. they didn't follow them down the road that they were going down?
1: But yeah, you know, look, I love this. I love the way she acts.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's Fox played by Gloria Charles, who said she was scared of heights. When they asked her to swing out of a barn on that rope, she was terrified.
1: I love the way they do that.
0: Yeah,
2: him they coming out the of there. They
1: power shot nowadays, but I just love that.
2: Even the barn looks you like a thrift store. Get to see
1: Jason, but you never get to see his face.
2: Yeah, no, and that was the whole intention until they brought in the hockey mask. They weren't supposed yeah. to see his deformity till the end.
1: <laughs> and again, antique shop.
2: Yeah. yeah. So anybody watching this, uh, like, you look at the background. Look at everything in this in the frame. They raided every – oh, there you go, Pitchfork, called back to Part 2 because that was his, one of his main weapons in Part 2.
1: And if you have read the novel or know the subplot, what happens to her, which they sort of really brush off in the movie, this is the first time she's been back to this place in five years since that incident. So – and the guy who's cleaning it up has only been there for maybe a tiny bit.
2: yeah. See, I, I haven't So that's read the why
1: everything could... is Shit <laughs> You know what I mean
2: Yeah Because it's been abandoned for five years Take it to the barn and start pouring Oh I guess they were going to set the barn on fire Maybe Maybe that was their intent Yeah she's got a bruise on his head So how do you get that bruise on his head
1: Yeah are fucking around up there, Fox.
2: Yeah, she said she almost had a panic attack doing this.
1: <laughs> Only in the fucking 80s, man, could we talk a whole conversation while having a goddamn cigarette in our mouth. Yeah. Oh, that patch he has on the back of his jacket? His jacket.
0: Yeah, that patch
2: on the back of the jacket. I had a shirt with that same exact patch on it. <laughs>
1: he has like five, four or five different skull patches all over.
2: hmm Yeah, the one on the back, though. <laughs> That's the one I had.
1: But still, he, but still, nearly killing one of them. That would, that would basically, you know. I love it. He's got the biker leathers, and he pulls it off, and he's got that '80s fucking belt.
2: Yeah, the the um the ripped off sleeves on the t-shirt. He's got a bandana wrapped around his arm. I don't know. I always said that about the Friday 13th films. Each one is a time capsule of that period it was made. You want to yeah. go back to like 1982 or 1983? You go. You you watch this film. You want to go to the late 70s? You watch the first one. Hey, turn
1: around, Dan. Turn around.
2: Yeah. So that's a brutal kill, getting a pitchfork through the throat like that and being suspended up in the air.
1: How come they got so many goddamn pitchforks?
2: (laughs) It's a barn. (laughs) If I was hung like him,
1: man, I would definitely walk around naked. (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. But yeah, they got away that, with
1: a uh, Originally it was supposed to show him, Jason picking her by her neck And then slamming her into the post like that
2: Oh So here's Ali
1: The only person Jason fucks with And he comes back The only yeah. person
2: Yeah, no, this one's a tough one like to kill. You know, it gotta
1: take a piss right
2: there. <laughs> well, he's supposed to be hyped up, you know. They're about to pull. They're about to pull tough. their stunt. They're supposed to be setting a black barn Widow. on fire right now. Yeah, black Widows. Jason's a lot more agile in this one than than previous ones. Yeah, he's
1: supposed to be like a Superman in this one.
2: Well, that was the thing. It was like, did he always have, like, superpowers, you know? Like, because he's not dead yet. He doesn't no. die until part four. So in this one, he's very much still a living being. They never really show what he's beaten with here. It's like a club or something.
1: Oh, Pipe wrench.
2: Oh, okay. So I couldn't catch it real good.
1: But still, (laughs) this comes out later, comes up again later. And Jason's a little peep freak in this one, ain't he?
2: Oh, yeah. No, like like you were mentioning before, the um, MPAA didn't get their hands on any of these films. They kind of flew under the radar. You know, they they managed, because these are so low budget, even though it was Paramount, which is a big studio, they were so low budget that they just flew under the radar. No one was, you know, they were just like, ah, it's another stupid slasher film. Who cares? Then all of a sudden the MPAA got, the, got wind of these and just started attacking them, especially Reagan's in the later Amer- 80s. Reagan's
1: America really hit and took over.
2: Yeah. Yeah, because at this point it was still kind of like 70s hippies and, you know, Reagan was just yeah. in office. You didn't get the um, religious right or what did they call themselves back then? Oh, it was, well, was um, said
1: it's religious right.
2: Yeah. Okay, yeah, the religious right back then. They didn't really start attacking, you know, pop culture at this point. So you can get away with this stuff. And they also got away with a lot because um, they actually managed to avoid the unions, the, the film unions, because they would film these movies under different names. This one was filmed under a David Bowie song title called "Crystal Japan."
0: So yeah. when the unions
2: went around, they were just like, "What's Crystal Japan?" Well, uh, who cares? So they were able to avoid the labor unions.
1: Who and then when the well, movie came out, and made a
2: shit ton the of money.
1: Thing to film.
2: Yeah, because they're juggling and it's going up and down. So and <laughs> Steve Miner had a problem with this one because they had to hang the camera from the ceiling. So yeah, and they were wondering, well, how do these Friday the Thirteenth films are getting made and then coming out and making a shit ton of money, and we can't yeah. get involved?
1: And, and what's because funny they were filmed them on the under- novel has a, ver- a naughtier version of that. Oh yeah. goes up and Whisper's here. Hey, do you want your dick sucked?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> you win. <laughs>
0: <Hey>. Oh yeah.
1: <laughs> Poor Shelley. Can't win for
2: losing. Yeah. Well, he actually petitioned—he not petitioned, but he actually went to the director. Come on, can I hook up with her? And they're like, you? No.
1: <laughs> oh, fuck there's you. no way the
2: audience would buy you hooking up with this beautiful woman.
1: Well, they would. Well, they hint that they would right before they get zapped.
2: Yeah. Well, he tried right there. He's like, oh, come on, you know, I really like you. And she's like, yeah, no. <laughs> I'm going to go for a walk.
1: <laughs> you can't get a Latino girl lady hard. And plus, he don't get it. If he would have followed her, mm. you know what I mean?
2: Yeah. See, look at that look
1: back. See?
2: Yeah, she's like, where is he? <laughs> you got to fight for this.
1: Yeah, you got to fight for your right to fly a Mexican blackbird. And if yeah. you don't understand what I'm saying, I'm sorry, but I'm not explaining it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, she's waiting on the porch. All right, let me go buy the water. And then he fucks it up. He clearly fucks it up. But we get the first look at Jason's iconic mask on Shelly.
1: Yeah, that's, that's a, you know what Jason's saying right there and he's looking at him? Yeah. Asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Even Jason thinks Shelly's an asshole.
2: Yeah. Well, it's funny because right here they give you a false, um, because he looks right at the camera and you think Jason gets him. Oh, yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This is one of (laughs) the.
2: Yeah, how do you have sex in a hammock? So, anyone interested in knowing uh, how to have sex in the hammock? <laughs>
1: have you seen the pictures of her original costume for this scene? No. <laughs> she was supposed to have a bigger pregnant belly, but they thought oh. that would have been too much.
2: Yeah, no, that that one of that one of flew. But, I mean, yeah, see.
1: Okay, here we go with our our oh. favorite subplot that's not in the movie. Yeah. Or as and I quote, lovingly
2: unquote, call it, Jason the Anal Rapist. Ugh. Yeah, which I never cared for this because in my own mind, I can't see Jason doing that at all. Because I'll always think of Jason as that little boy who's just getting revenge for his mom. So raping someone, and plus he, everyone he kills is having sex, you know. So raping plus someone just seems very him. out of yeah. It just seems very out of, to go, know, just seems out of character for him to go. It just
1: seems out of character that he would rape. <laughs> don't forget the, even the original script for Freddy vs. Jason would have had Jason raped by Freddy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> But so, still, it's if just hilarious, that...
1: the lines from the novel in the unused script. Nothing much happened, but my ass was sore for a week. Oh.
0: Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, I didn't read I the novel, like, no. so.
2: So the little more detail, they,
1: not just the rape part. She got mad at her dad because she was dating homeboy over there. So she ran yes. out and hid in the woods.
2: And then she wakes up in her parent in her bed at home. So someone obviously found her and just brought her home.
1: Well, Jason's not that much of a scumbag. He will he will hit it from behind Wherever you want to or not, but he's kind enough to put you back to bed. <laughs> what a bizarre dichotomy yeah. isn't it
2: Yeah See here you see if you notice the makeup is Different than at the end It's slightly different because that's The sculpt Stan Winston did They actually brought in Stan Winston The sculpt of face That was supposed to be also used At the end for the big reveal But they scrapped it Because they had they wanted to change the Dream sequence and they redid the Makeup But that's there you get a little look at Stan Winston's work as Jason. Yeah. And so this thing properly scene, though,
1: in 3D is fucking amazing.
2: Her popping out and they're in the background, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely death in this scene. But if yeah. you notice, they never talk about... They never actually use the word rape. And that was on purpose by her, the actress.
1: No. She was a, was a Mormon.
2: Producer. No, she's a Mormon, and she said in an interview, I'm not going to say the word rape. I'm not going to say it. And because she said it was against her religion. What's her name? Dana Kimmel. Yeah. Who plays I mean, Chris. it's
1: all there. It's just that she doesn't say it, but... In the novel, yeah, the line is, a lot, like I said, it's a lot more stupider, as in, <laughs> like I said, I woke up yeah. and my ass was sore and I couldn't walk straight for a week. I'm like, did we need to know yeah, I'm if have to find had that. a swanger so big that it would hurt a woman's anus if he penetrated it from behind?
2: Ugh. See, yeah, I never read the novel. I might have to now. See how different it is in the movie.
1: It goes
2: for the about novel's... 80 bucks. Oh, okay, yeah. I'm not going to be reading that.
1: And there's Cheech and Chong, who don't interact with nobody in the fucking movie besides the Van scene.
2: Well, it's like, it's and it, it's, if you ever notice this movie, it's like they take these stereotypes and they push it all the way. Like, the hippies are constantly stoned and hungry. You know, it's like okay.
1: Yeah.
2: It's, I mean, it's only in the movies. The they're like that.
1: And the van itself are the biggest 70s throwback in the whole movie.
2: Yeah. So, you know, like he, he's going to take a shit in an outhouse, which you would think the house would have a bathroom in it, but nope, he's going out to an outhouse in the middle yeah, of he's nowhere.
1: The holder is a deer horn. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> but how the hell do um, they get the toilet paper on there look at the way it's <laughs> I mean really yeah, no, how do you they know. get the toilet paper around that fucking horn <laughs>
2: <laughs> so what do he do when he goes to take a shit oh I gotta smoke a joint what do I do when I go make popcorn I gotta smoke a joint
1: <laughs> well I heard it loosens up your bowels and just lets it flow
2: Uh, Maybe she should have smoked a joint when Jason raped her then. (laughs) Or as Ron Jeremy says in the porn industry, you push when you're getting fucked.
0: Yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I actually did read that in an interview with Ron Jeremy. Women in porn always do the anal sex wrong. They're always like clenching up. When they're actually supposed to be pushing, like, like you're taking a shit and it makes it easier. A little knowledge for you people. See, so all the scenes before are showing a layout of the place, it's paying off here. Because you see Jason sneaking well, into the bomb. I the last
1: of lay the layout they show besides uh, the generator.
2: Yeah.
1: I love it. He's supposed to be a hippie, didn't you hear him talk? And he's like, you know. Yeah. You're thinking all the time he's quiet. Tommy Chong! <laughs>
0: well, you they're also he too angry. Like,
2: too. You know. Yeah.
1: I mean, this guy could be a Tommy Chong impersonator.
2: A yeah, no, one, they but... definitely, when they did the casting call, they wanted Tommy Chong. They were looking for a Chong, and they couldn't get a cheat, so they just brought in a, some woman to play play it.
1: Well they always for some reason they always like that the weird dichotomy in the Friday the thirteenth films. Male, female, male, female, male, female. Yeah. And that proves the guy's not a stoner. <laughs> With a stoner throw oh, yeah, so it be laughing down to the ground.
2: Yeah, no, yeah, they 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 throw pot away quicker than fucking you know.
1: I'm just and then talking I do my to Alejandro like that. No, they wouldn't. They would crush the joint and then put it in your pocket and smoke it later.
2: Yeah, no. well, they're eating it. They're throwing it away. They're <laughs> the worst fucking hippies ever. And then he pulls out another joint.
1: Yeah. How much time did this motherfucker spend rolling before the weekend and still has a big bag over there? You know what I would have done go. if I made this? What? I would have Jason lean down and pick up that joint and take a big hit off of it. (laughs) Why? Um, Why the fuck um, not? I
2: don't know. That would be out of character for Jason. Remember, he's killing all the bad kids.
1: Well, you remember where he ends up in the last film. (laughs) And there it is, the Red Wings mask. And how weird was it that the mask that they made for Jason specifically also fits Shelley that perfectly. And why the fuck yeah. is he carrying a wetsuit and a spear gun out to a date weekend in a <laughs> fucking country?
2: Well, yeah. Well, he's, got a, he's got that little box that he says, this is my whole world. He apparently got a bunch of masks, special effects, a wetsuit, his change of clothes. I want a box that <laughs> yeah,
1: I can fit a fucking uh, box that's small that I can fit a fucking whole spear gun in. <laughs>
2: Unless he found it in that big um thrift store <laughs> and they're sleeping in. But no, yeah, he carried all this shit with him. And there it is. The hockey mask.
1: This really is... You know, Allie later says, I'm the most iconic person in Jason's fucking history. No, you're not, fuckface.
0: <laughs>
1: oh, you're not, pizza dick. There's a story behind that you don't want to know.
2: Oh, okay. Why is he fuck a pizza?
1: <laughs> no, he sent, he, in the mid-00s, he sent out pictures of his penis around there. And yeah. all the women that seen it said it looked like he fucked a hot, hot bowl of uh, deep-fried grease.
2: Ew. <laughs> so he probably had a BD then. Venereal disease.
1: But uh, in all seriousness, Shelley is really the most iconic person in.
2: Yeah, Friday 13th's Disney. franchise. Yeah. Yeah. This Jason I like. Mills? This Jason. The
1: mask. <laughs> Hell, how many movie posters for this after this one? One didn't have the mask.
2: Exactly, yeah, no, this set it all up, and they, they knew they, they found the perfect look for him, because it, as one of them put it, it has like a ghostly look to it. It hides his face, and it kind of looks like a ghost, because it's white, Reminded and in that a, a darkened room, it glows. is
1: that he'd he he come after uh, one of the first showings of the movie, and there was a bunch of teenagers come out of it, and they yeah. asked each other, where can I go get me a Jason mask?
2: Yeah, well, they said when the after the film was released, the the Halloween after this, they were noticing kids running around with hallo- with um hockey masks, and they were like, oh, we got something here.
1: Yeah, like they called them Jason masks, and I'm like, and he's like, uh, then did the Red Wings care?
2: Yeah, well, it's funny because I remember an old interview with um Tim for Fangoria magazine. He yeah. said he would get letters in the mail from kids going, hey, how do I get a hockey mask like Jason has in the movies? And he's like, haven't you ever been to a sports, sporting goods store?
1: <laughs> Can you imagine how much money the Red Wings made off kids wanting to get Jason masks? Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> we're in the money. We're in the money. Exactly. We yeah, we if you put the official merch. we getting paid. <laughs> And, yes, I had one of those in the 80s, too, one of those Velcro wallets.
2: Yeah, I had one, too.
1: Everything was Velcro in the 80s, 80s, in the mid-80s. Velcro oh, shoes. pants were Velcro. Go- uh, there he is. I just love how First cool time- he shoots that damn spear gun right here.
2: Yeah. He just comes strutting out like he knows his shit.
1: One-handed, doesn't just...
2: Look for the string. Look for the string. <laughs> there
1: it is. <laughs>
2: and, and I think actually this ran was a put string. put back
1: in for the DVD because I don't remember seeing that on the R-rated VHS. You?
2: Yeah. No. No, they cut that out on the VHS.
1: And look at that fucking swagger, man.
2: Yeah. Yeah, no. Who is yeah. Jason? In this one, Richard Brooker. He was a. Yeah. He worked in a circus as a trapeze artist, so he yeah. was perfect for this. He was big, tall, and lanky. He was six foot three, I believe.
1: Yeah, I mean, I could just see him like, "Funk, laugh now, bitch."
2: Yeah. No, they got. They finally found an imposing-looking Jason because the other one, like part two, he was. You could tell he was short. <laughs>
1: Well, like I said, you look like something from Deliverance.
2: Yeah. You expected to hear banjos.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, it feels well, like a pig thing would it fit for what they wanted for Part 3 originally, but...
2: There you go. And there he is with a machete. Oh,
1: um, motherfuckers, let the door unlocked.
2: So, yeah, she was 18 when she did this scene. She had a lot of problems with this. <laughs>
1: Well, if you it's notice, like, I, they cut out the bush. Yeah, no, never, they
2: they did censor that out, but they yeah, there no you signed up for this. Yeah, I have never,
1: never seen this. a version where they uh, full framed this scene.
2: Yeah, because she but was it you know the
1: was, was a full top, frontal. There's too much headroom up on top. If you notice what I mean.
2: Yeah, so you can see the um feet. <laughs>
1: Here has to be the most brutal death in the whole movie, and that yeah, just doesn't the best. They pulled
0: it back from the MPAA actually...
1: on this one when they submitted to the MPAA. They didn't give them a final sound mix. Yeah. <laughs> so they didn't have the sound effect that goes along with
2: which is brutal. His scream and the thunk of the machete going between his legs. And I love how they filmed it, too, because I used to... They they filmed it from beneath on plexiglass. They had a dummy of him on plexiglass, and they filmed it as if he... Watch. Yeah, Yeah, that's the dummy on plexiglass, and it cuts right down to his belly button. It's great. Great effect.
1: And you can tell it's a body double because (laughs)
2: <laughs> she's washing the one spot on her chest and that's it, in her belly because <laughs> she didn't want them to see anything hey, well, you can't blame I'm her she's I'm not touching my coochie
1: for you you ain't paying me enough
2: yeah exactly she was um I now believe they she was get a trial girl in low
1: budget slasher films will do anything you want just to be in a movie
2: yeah exactly and uh this is a different era yeah, We
0: death. didn't have to
1: pay attention To our slashers in the 80's We would just get a bunch no, of didn't. people together Rent one on VHS and get some pizza And just fuck around
2: Exactly
1: We'd stop the for good three old seconds days. when the kills happened Then we'd start fucking around again Just Blah 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 blah, blah.
2: <laughs> Yeah cause the rest of the movie You didn't pay attention to that much I, mean, I think it was the most I've ever paid attention to this film <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: Actually sitting here watching it
1: God I was waiting for Jason to come death. on Yeah this is the one death That uh, he felt bad about He almost contemplated yeah. Before it come out cutting out all the dialogue About her being pregnant
2: Yeah cause I mean They set it up early she's pregnant And then they kill her It's like what the fuck Like Jason's killing babies now too and here it is, the stack of Fangorias, which I probably have every one of them.
1: Shit. That's why Jason killed me. I'd steal the damn Fangos.
2: Yeah, exactly. I'd be running out of there like, oh, you ain't going to need these.
1: issue one. Back then, we didn't think nothing about it. But now there's like, oh, my fucking God, Fangoria, issue one.
2: Yeah. Tom Savini. They and there's a love
1: note to uh, Tom Savini. Godzilla.
2: Yeah. And there's Godzilla, and here's the blood.
1: Ugh. And from what I heard, that, oh, my God, I don't remember that from the theatrical. This is an uncut restoration.
2: Yeah, and that's actually a callback to Kevin Bacon's death in part one with the kill from behind where he grabs her forehead, and he did that yeah. intentionally. They wanted to link it to part one that that's one of Jason's favorite kills is the through the chest with the, an implement.
1: Except that Yateson's mom did
2: it. Yeah. Yeah, in part one. What
1: kind of asshole would do this? Even a stoner.
2: (laughs) Trying to catch popcorn as it's popping and getting it all. Now, the guy who owns this place, or her, I'd be pissed at my friends if I came back and there's popcorn everywhere. (laughs) Breaking shit. Breaking my car windshield. Yeah.
1: Fuck you guys. Leave. Now.
2: (laughs) So yeah, I apologize Yeah, that was Jason's mom in part one And I guess they wanted to call back in part two That Jason's killing the way his mom did
1: Well hey man, man. Well, it's one of those things Like it's easier
2: Yeah
1: Why is she Did you notice know what she was pouring salt in? A colander Yeah,
2: a strainer Yeah, a strainer Salt's <laughs> <laughs> coming right out the other side Makes no sense, I know it's it's five Don't try to make sense.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> now, this must be all the stuff they couldn't sell in the thrift store upstairs, so the basement's filled with shit. <laughs> well, I was Cedric, watching this movie just earlier. Just, nuts on just, this
1: movie.
2: Yeah. I was trying to watch this earlier, and, and that's the one thing I kept noticing. I'm like, why the fuck is there so much junk in this place? Yeah, the
1: set... The set dresser just said, "I know a guy. Okay, just get what you can." Yeah. <laughs> There's like one, two, three, four, five, six, about eight or something like ball bats look like right there.
2: Yeah, a waffle iron. There's three iron. waffle irons, a skunk. It's like, so like they had the back of a U-Haul. <laughs> you know, <this laughs> has the
1: least cursing of all the Friday the Thirteenth movies. I'm sorry. This has the least amount of cursing in it of the Friday the Thirteenth movies.
2: Yeah. And there's one other thing, if you ever notice, Rewatch this film. Not at any point do they ever say the name Jason. This is the only Friday the 13th where they never say Jason's name.
1: This plays like a middle part. Yeah. With part two being part one and part four being the ending.
2: Exactly.
1: I love this shit.
2: Shelly's got shit for brains.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's
2: got a death. His death is sad because you kind of like Shelly, even though he's a moron.
0: Yeah.
2: Oh, here we go. Jason being more Jason than usual, standing behind him when he turns the light on.
0: Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs>
1: you could Damn, tell, we gotta look that Booker was wearing a mask that didn't fit him in that scene.
2: Yeah. Yeah, you can tell because it's sticking up and the light is shining right through it.
1: And you could see the fucking top of his head. Yeah. <laughs> What's funny okay. is that he was supposed to be gushing when he comes through that door. Yeah. But it was so cold that night that the tubes got gummed up and they said fuck it because it was filmed in three (laughs) D
2: So this scene here was the wires
1: and stuff come, it's just from them saying, Fuck it.
2: Yeah. I got a little story about this scene here where she's running through the house yelling for help. Um so, a long time ago, I was, back when I was with my parents, I um, was watching cable TV and a movie came on that my mom made me watch with her called Murphy's Romance. And Sally Field and, I, th- I forgot the guy's name, Garner.
0: James is Garner. In
2: a James Garner is sitting in the theater watching Friday the 13th Part 3. And one of the characters is sitting there all, who gushy, being all goofy, the character you're supposed to hate. And James Garner and Sally Field are sitting there disgusted and get up and walk out of the theater. And I remember I looked at my mom, and I'm just like, I fucking hate this movie now. For the simple fact that it makes horror fans look like complete idiots, and it's that Reagan-ass fucking, oh, we're better than this. We can't watch. So to all my horror friends out there, fuck Murphy's Romance.
1: Oh, but I've you missed always the line to right say right that after they walked out because you was pissed.
2: What was the line? I, I I don't remember. Murphy
1: looked at her and said, "I liked it better in 3D." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> there
2: you go.
1: You remember, they didn't have 3D glasses.
2: Yeah. Yeah, no. Nah, it always pissed me off that they they were like, "Ugh, I hate this movie. It's garbage." You know? I'm like, "Ah, fuck you and your puritanical Americana bullshit."
1: Well, just think about how. There never been. There's only one movie that I've ever seen that really treats us horror fans right. Which is? Fade to Black with Christopher, the guy from. Uh, you know what I mean.
2: Yes. Yeah, from it. Yeah, yeah, he's. Yeah, no, I love that song, Fade to Black. I actually have my original DVD still. I keep waiting for some company to put out a special uh, Blu-ray version of that one.
1: Oh, God, me too. I've got the double feature DVD that has it, and uh, Hell Night. Both of them go around $60, $70 nowadays. That's how rare the damn film is. Yeah. You put out shit like Frankenstein or True Story, which I like, and Night of the Demon... (laughs) In two fucking versions with three fucking figures. Which I'm not complaining about the film, but do we need three, four different editions of Night of the Demons when we can't yeah, even exactly. get one fucking good copy of Fade to Black?
2: <laughs> uh, here, Speaking of strings, watch this part closely. <laughs> the death of her um, boyfriend.
1: This is only it's, it's the so second worst eye-killing in movie history.
2: (laughs) It would have been so great, because if you actually watch the making of where they show the effect, it would have worked great, but they had to light it so strong. There's the string. You could just see it with the little pulley on it. (laughs) It's like, ah. You know
1: which one's the worst, right? Which one? Evil Dead 2.
2: Oh, yeah, you could see the rod with the eye flying through her mouth, yeah.
1: Yeah, and they then they did the string going through of it. There's even one version I've seen that has like a big black strip where the rod is, but it just calls yeah. more fucking attention.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you would figure in this day and age with our digital technology, they could just erase that, but they haven't because they don't show these films any love.
1: Well, they tried to erase it with digital, but then they found out that it was a lot more funnier.
2: With the rod in it, yeah.
1: I mean, with a film like yeah. Evil
2: Dead, you can get away with it. Evil Dead too, you can get away with stuff like that.
1: Why the hell was she laying in her fucking. Oh, Jason turned the water back on because she was.
2: Yeah, she turned the water off. Which... and
1: then da, 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 da.
2: Yeah, which this actually became the, one of the poster images of him putting the axe through the shower curtain.
1: Yeah, this was the poster image of the shower curtain.
2: Yeah, so you expected there's, when she was walking up, a big axe was going to come flying uh, out at you.
1: <laughs> and there was a couple of cuts right there because it was originally showed her finding all the bodies.
2: Yeah. Now all and of a sudden, a typhoon is, what is coming
1: through. Here.
2: <laughs> yeah, typhoon is coming through.
1: <laughs> yeah. Even See, that Jason's happens
2: in Jersey like that, a lot.
0: Fuck this wind! <laughs>
2: that happens in New Jersey a lot. You know, big windstorms.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: No. <laughs> no. Why didn't
1: they dub over her screams? She's a good actress. Yeah. But
2: she
1: ain't screams. She might be one of the worst screamers I've ever seen in a slasher.
2: Yeah. I mean, she's a good final girl, but she's um definitely not a screamer. <laughs> ah! Ah! I would have liked her to fight a little bit more, too. Well she does at the end but
1: Yeah. Amy That's still, Steele always didn't my give favorite it, she whooped that ass.
2: Yeah, she was fucking that guy up. Amy still would always be my favorite.
1: Yeah, and, and one and two was they didn't give like whoop whooped ass. Yeah. Well in four or two, but then we then we have to deal with bald Corey Feldman, which is scarier than Jason.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, you got to give it to Corey, though. He loves being in that film, and he's constantly promoting the Jason mythos. So you got to give him that, you know? A lot of people shy away from the Jason. Yeah. I mean, at least he, he still talks great. He's in the documentaries. He loves the films. Oh, there we go. The traditional throw a body through a window in the Friday film. i trying to see his eyeball there.
0: <laughs> hey, how you doing?
1: <laughs> see, the mask is crisp well, clean
2: was, there. You could tell that was the fabricated mask. He doesn't look so damn
1: whenever he does his moves in this. Yeah. And now you can tell, hey, Jason, have you heard anything good lately?
2: When she drops a bookcase on him.
1: It's just, Jason's lucky that only the books hit him in the head. It's just too bad he was standing under war and peace.
2: Yeah. The actor actually asked Steve Miner, so how should I play Jason? He's like, you don't. You're a shark. You're, you're, You're Jaws. You're basically Jaws. You're running around killing. That's all you, that's your motivation. You just want to kill these kids. That's it. So he tried to actually run a little bit. He was moving around a bit. Not as much as in part four. Part four, that guy was out for blood. But
1: yeah. this one,
2: yeah, he tried to give Jason a little bit more energy.
1: Yeah, that swagger. I love that swagger. Yeah. And why the hell does Jason always do that? I've oh, Highland Closet? Yeah, he always <laughs> likes sticking bodies in weird fucking places.
0: Yeah.
1: Hi-ho, hi-ho, it's off the work we go. <laughs> Dude, left hand. Yeah. Thank you.
2: Well, he's got, um... Oh, that see you know, the machete's, like, through her. Yeah.
1: That's just a good old butcher knife.
2: Yeah. So he pretty much has the door handle off, and he reaches in, and there's no door handle.
1: <laughs> that may be the only time she... you heard Jason say fuck in the whole series.
2: Yeah, and then she comes out chasing him with a knife and scaring the shit right in the knee.
1: Oh, shit! (laughs) And this is when you
2: could... Sorry. What? No, this is when you could tell that Jason's still alive because she's hurting him. Because Jason, after this, or actually after, yeah, after pretty much part four, he doesn't get hurt.
1: Well, this... Blaine, you notice that in every film after this he sell, the Jason actor sell that fucking limp for where he got stabbed in the knee?
0: Yeah.
2: Thank God for shitty fabrics.
1: That was the whole 80s. Don't forget yeah. the kids in the 80s. We had underoos. Do you want to stay close <laughs> to the fire, to the hot places, kids. Go for it. There's only a sixty percent chance you'll catch on fire.
2: Yeah, everything was nylon oh, back, back then. Got to go to.
1: down these fucking stairs.
2: Yeah, see, what is it funny and because, because that's the whole thing. I
1: grabbed one, in damn, l- thank you. Jason <laughs> yeah, gets fucked up in this one more poor. Oh, yeah. oh shit. <laughs>
2: oh. Yeah no she, She's definitely A good final girl She earned her place And that's what They wanted to do Which when we get to At the ending They almost ruined This movie
1: Well you she remember This movie head. has a Totally completely Different ending
2: Yeah because the original ending they had, they changed up big time.
1: Yeah, we're we'll get that there once trying we to get, t- get to it.
2: Yeah, oh, I love dude. that it's
1: cheesy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna try to intimidate her, and then he like jumps out of the way, when she's gonna hit him with the van. I love that part.
1: Lady, don't speed over the bridge. And <laughs> there's a scene in the novel that's really not addressed in the movie
0: we probably
1: go people who drove vans like this crazy. Most big vans like this had two gas tanks.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and that was the whole lead-up with them emptying the tanks so she could run out on the bridge, and then he can
1: get her. Come here, lady. <laughs> he just wants a hug.
2: Yeah.
1: I do love yes, this. He's... This was improvised by the actor.
2: Oh, smashing the window with his face, yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, that he wasn't supposed to do. Yeah, and then he just did it, and that, they left it in the film. Oh, when she what fell there? What he didn't
1: tell him is that before he did it, he put like a little layer of plexiglass inside the mask.
2: Yeah, to protect his face. You
1: know. Just enough where he wouldn't get his fucking face <laughs>
2: <laughs> carved up by the glass. Yeah, because I was real glass. I wasn't in breakaway glass.
0: Yeah.
1: most yeah. most likely him to break that shovel, you know. Yeah. Not yeah. Jason. Fuck no. I'm going to open it. Oh, there's a stick there? See, that's <laughs> how you block a door.
2: Yeah, you put that big-ass log there and jams it in.
1: Is this the smartest Jason has really ever been in any of the movies? I mean...
2: Yeah, no, he, this one he... Well, I part four, that actor played it pretty good because he said he wanted to be vicious because he hated Corey, um, what is it, Feldman. He hated him, so he wanted to play him super vicious. But this yeah, but one, yeah, this he's the most, most cunning.
1: logical I've ever seen Jason act.
2: Yeah, he's planning shit out. He knows how to lock the doors. He's not just busting yeah. through shit.
1: Instead of trying to bust the shovel open, he just waits and gets his hand and boop, boop.
2: Yep. Yeah, he's nah, not. Yeah, no. Nah. Well, remember, he's still alive in this one. This is before it's uh, Resurrected Jason, Hell Jason.
1: Hell Jason didn't come till New Line. Yeah. We'll get into that probably when we do the movie sometime, but.
2: Oh, definitely. Uber
1: Jason and Jason Egg may be the most missed opportunity in my book because he just looks so badass.
2: Yeah. So when this movie came out, it had a lot of competition. Like, at the time, they, one of the, another reason they wanted to do 3-D was there were so many horror films, slashers especially, coming out. You know, I mean, a, a short list of them would be like, um, what is it? New Year's yeah. Evil, Prom Night, <laughs> Christmas Evil, My Bloody Valentine, Happy Birthday to Me, Graduation Day, Terror Train, and Final Exam. So you had all these films coming out right up to this one. So the market was flooded with friggin' slasher films, so they had to do something different. Yeah, this was
1: really at the height of the slasher boom.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the the market was just going crazy. And then right afterwards, when this did 3D, then you started seeing all these 3D sci-fi films, which I love because it got so... So many 3D sci-fi films, the movie Bachelor Party made fun of it. They go into a theater where they're watching a 3D movie, and it's a space movie with people fighting. So, you know, Space Hunter, Metal Storm, you know, it's like playing on all that.
1: The studios really started doing a lot of 3D movies after this one was a hit. And this one was a big fucking hit.
2: Yeah, no, I mean back in what is it 83 it made about 36.7 million which by today's standards would be 98 million or something like that.
0: Yeah. So
2: if you did it by today's standards, yeah, it, it was a big money grosser. Like it broke ground. This in other words, the Friday the 13th films every time they came out, they took film industry in a direction even if they didn't want to because these were seen as the bastard ch- children of Paramount, They were like, we hate these films, but they're making us a shit ton of money. So, you yeah. know, the second they could, they sold it. When The second it sales went down a little bit. But, no, these films were big grocers, and that's why they kept pu- pumping them out.
1: And if you remember, this is the only Friday the 13th film to get good reviews from Cisco Lieber just because of how quality the fucking 3D was.
2: Yeah, Exactly. Matter of fact, um, what was it after the opening weekend? The um, franchise, the theaters ran out of 3D glasses, and they had a hotline set up to where they could call 24 hours a day to order more glasses because they kept running out of the 3D glasses.
1: And this movie is so such well liked back then that this even sold out the drive-ins, and they couldn't yeah. put 3D at the drive-ins.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Now, they did have a 2D version back then, right? Or did they just show the 3D version in the drive Yeah, that was the one
1: VHS, it? and that's where we've gotten the good quality inserts in here. That doesn't look like grainy shit.
2: Yeah, okay. Here we go. See, now, it's you know funny not because dead, it's like...
1: You? I mean, I love yeah. looking at his eyes. You know I'm not dead, don't you?
2: Yeah. <laughs> Stand right at her. And that's probably the creepiest Jason's me, ever looked. We got the one dead eye. Yeah, that's the creepiest makeup. That's not the Stan, um, Stan Winston one. That's the revised version after, um, Yeah. which is a shame because you know Stan Winston. And here we
1: go again. Oof. A guy got his. Guy got yeah. Ooh.
2: So my question is, was he hiding in that closet till Jason came back and to cut off his hand? Yeah, it's
1: like I'm hiding until I know when I can get him. And there's so many fucking <laughs> axes in this barn.
2: I know, yeah. Like I said, it's they—they it, they have a hundred, a hundred pitchforks, a hundred axes, machetes lying everywhere. It's a serial killer's wet dream in that place. And There we go. The info—if uh, Jason asked without the axe mark, it is not Jason.
1: <laughs> oh shit. Yeah.
2: So now the question here the that a lot of people ask is, is he dead at this point, and then he's resurrected in part four?
1: No, he's not Is that when he's first? Because remember, yeah. what was the original ending of three, which we can get into now? Originally, she okay. walks out, the cops come, and she goes back out, and Jason runs out of the fucking barn and cuts her head off. Cut the credits. Yes, yeah, and, you. and that was the Sam
2: Winston makeup. That was um that if you if you actually there's stills out there you can find stills of of what they shot uh, including him holding her severed head it, after he cuts her head off that it's a way different looking Jason than the Jason you see coming up because that that was the Stan Winston Jason which I'm happy that yeah. they have photographs of it so you can see his work because he How was do a think master. The movie of would have uh,
1: played with that light with that dark dark is- ending as light as the rest of the movie
2: was? Um, I don't think it would have worked. Because that, that became the staple with Friday films, is you need the the final girl. You need the final person to live at the end. And they did it in all the films, and if they all of a sudden changed it in this one, it would have kind of broke the flow. Well, I don't think it would have worked I mean, as How well.
1: really light-hearted and just pure fun is the rest of this fucking movie.
2: Yeah, no, it's, it's you know, total fucking party film. And then they're going to end it with him cutting her head off, and that would have been the end of the film. It wouldn't have worked.
1: This ending doesn't work either, but...
2: <laughs> it's still fun, though. It's still part of that 80s fun.
1: Yeah, it and also... works because it's goofy.
2: <laughs>
1: and they're like, yeah. I got you, bitch. <laughs> <laughs>
2: But I like how um, they kind of still played on the original idea where they showed Jason in a window staring at her, like what they're doing Yeah, this was the original ending. Yeah. and Well, it was supposed to show her boyfriend. She was hallucinating her boyfriend was up there, that he lived. And he was running down, and she was running to the door. When she got to the door and opened it, there would have been Jason. He would have grabbed her by the hair and cut her head off. I actually like this Jason better. I think this one's more terrifying when he runs down, busts through the door, and then he's running down after her. That Jason's horrifying.
0: Well, if you
1: notice, she's uh, got her butt towards the door, so was Jason running to kill her? (laughs) Or did he just see what he liked?
2: And Q Mama.
1: And you <laughs> can tell you that was last-second makeup, because that looks just like a fucking party mask.
2: Oh, it's a, it's, a, it's totally like, um, what is that, Don Post mask that you buy at a Halloween shop. Hey,
1: Don Post mask rubber worms a better quality. But Yeah, true. Poor <laughs>
2: Johnson mask is great. But, um, yeah, no, and you had the wiggly rubber worms. But, I mean, you know, it's supposed to set up the Survivor Girl, and which I keep hoping one day that they get the the remaining Survivor girls and make a Jason film fighting them. That would be epic. And they were all down for it, too. All the girls from the Friday 13th film said, yeah, we'd do a, we'd do a Friday 13th film if we all ganged up and killed Jason. I would watch that. I don't know about any yeah. of you, but I would. <laughs> I would love to see Amy Steele come back, Adrian King. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta bring the carry girl in With her psychic powers <laughs>
1: No fuck her because part 7 was a piece of crap
2: What? Part 7?
1: Or you could just use her How do you get all the Jason girls in the same place? Yeah Uh, uh, Carrie girl brings them back And here's how sloppy <laughs> the cops were They got all the bodies But they're gonna leave this big motherfucker laying there well, I wish they wouldn't yeah. have had the twitch because pretty much we know that the motherfucker ain't dead yet.
2: hmm Exactly. Twitch, 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 twitch. <laughs> now, that yeah. would have been cool. Basically. Yeah. He's <laughs> still
0: <She was> snoring.
2: <laughs> yeah. So, and then cue the disco music. Which You're right, this this team is great mm, He doesn't
0: have 3D parade.
1: at the end
0: It's just like Friday the 13th part 3 <laughs> but Which yeah, at the time on the poster It said yeah, Friday the 13th 3D
1: and, Yeah This one and Jaws 3D were neck and neck Of which one was the biggest hit that summer Yeah Oh, and TV. actually,
2: um, Friday the 13th, this one actually um, dethroned the number one film at the time, which was Steven Spielberg's E.T. It beat Steven Spielberg's E.T. E.T. at the E.T. was
1: 82. I'm sorry? E.T. was 82.
2: Yeah, this came out in 82 too, as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, this came out in 82, and it beat E.T. at the box office.
1: Well, by the time it came out, people were burned out on E.T. I mean, goddamn. Yeah. But, yeah, <laughs> this one was hailed as the best of the 3-D films. I mean, this yeah. movie yeah. was so successful, it actually caused it, Paramount to actually spend money on part four.
2: <laughs> Which they hated doing. Because they actually Frankly, wanted no, these they films said, to This fail. is
1: the last one. Let's get Tom Savini back. Okay. Yeah. But we don't have a director. Tom Savini said, I just worked on The Prowler. What's that?
0: <laughs> and then they
1: let Paramount watch that and they're like, holy shit. Let's get that guy. Yeah. Joseph Zito.
2: Yeah. But um, no, nah, Friday the 13th 3, it, it's beloved because it, it, it stands out from the rest of them, too. You know, of the early ones. Because it, it did give Jason his complete look. It gave him his mannerisms. It set up the next hundred films for Jason. <laughs> yeah. So, without this one, we wouldn't have the Jason that we all love today.
1: Yeah. It's like when I start watching my sister warned me, like, Jason doesn't show up the part two, but he doesn't look like Jason at the part three. Yeah. He looked more demonic. Tom Savini's Jason in part four looked just pure demonic.
2: Yeah, no, he, he, he accentuated the uh, deformity really graphically. Like, he yeah. made the head bigger. and Yeah, no, it, he wanted to go back to his original design and then make him look older. So.
1: Even though in his first design, both eyes worked.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was the one thing in this. You always had a dead eye in the in the Jason makeups because one eye was fake, so it would just stay there staring in one direction. Three other films at that time. Jaws 3, as we mentioned, Amityville 3D, which I love for the simple <laughs> fact there's one creepy scene
1: Amityville where... 3D, Space Hunter, uh, coming at you, uh, Tales of the Four Crowns.
2: Metal Storm, the Treasure destruction of, of Jared oh, Sin. What? <laughs> the Metal Storm, the destruction of Jared Sin came Jared out. Parasite.
1: Treasure,
2: Treasure of the Four Crowns. I mean, there was a bunch of them at that time. I actually think on Last Starfighter, they did a limited 3D, too, if I'm not mistaken. No,
1: they filmed it in 3D, but they decided to release it in 2D.
2: All right, that was it. Yeah, because it looked 3D. You know.
1: Yeah, you could so. tell that it was filmed in 3D, but it's shot in a. <laughs> there was a couple of films that we that were suspected of being shot in 3D, but after the glut and well, the 80s 3D boom hit and died very fucking quickly.
2: Yeah, it did. No, it was only a couple of years, and then it was gone. Like I don't think it got past 85. 85, no. I think, was the last one. Star Chaser. The The Legend yeah, of Orange was in three D. Yeah. And that was eighty five oh, I don't one think one it was was, any...
1: Yeah. Star Chaser, the death of Jared Sin.
2: So yeah, no. Um that was the last one was eighty five that I can think of. I mean, we might be wrong. Any any fans out there, you know, horror fans, let us know. <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean the big year was like eighty three, you had Jaws three you had a Oh, well, let's see, Jaws 3D, like I said, Space Hunter, which fucking ruled. That one was... Yeah, no,
2: 83, Well, everyone wanted to bank on, oh, it's 1983, we got to do 3D films, you know?
1: <laughs> well, the new uh, process, the one that they used on Jaws 3D and on and looks like shit on DVD, was cheap and easy to use, and it looked good. Yeah. The Friday circus mess. It was the best, but it was a pain in the ass and expensive to do.
2: Well, they actually um, at one point, they, like when they had to change all the projectors and lenses in the theaters, um, mm-hmm. it cost them ten million. And then after that, they got sued. Paramount actually got sued for antitrust violations, and they had to pull all the equipment out and reequip the theaters again. So they lost a lot of money, but they gained it all back because the sales of Friday the 13th 3 made so much. So they went through hell trying to get this film out there.
1: Yeah, and don't forget what other big thing helped in 83, and that was VHS. Once Friday the 13th, 1 through 3 and 4 hit VHS, Jesus. You didn't have a teenage kid in the 80s that didn't watch Friday the 13th movies on fucking VHS. (laughs)
2: <laughs> I mean, I, I still have friends that have the, uh, their 80s collection of the Friday films. <laughs> They're all worn out, but they they kept them because of the boxes.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, everybody watched them on VHS, everybody. And that's because we, when we tried to go to the theaters. No, you're too young. Then we went to the yeah. video store and they be the guy like us or like you smoking a joint. We want to rent Friday the yeah. 13th, third row, top shelf, <laughs> far left, man.
2: Yeah. Oh, my oh, video wait. store owner, Did he parents didn't care. Did say
1: you could? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I've seen
2: my video store.
0: Yeah. My
2: video store, um, as long as I had a written permission that they kept on file, because my parents had to sign a thing saying, yeah, he we, we can rent horror. So, because they knew I was a horror fanatic, so that when they took me in there, they signed the thing saying, any horror film that's not pornography, he can rent. So, I couldn't rent porno, but I could definitely rent anything that was horror by myself. I think so horror that there porno that
1: showed us the fact that they were porno. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but what was funny is the, that... Jeff Franco horror films? Is that porno? Yeah. No.
2: Yeah, basically.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> basically, yeah, no. But, but that's but what it's hard to explain
1: to people who crap on Jason nowadays is just... These were our party films in the 80s, more than Michael Myers, Penhead or any of the other ones.
2: Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, that was the thing with the Friday 13th films, because it's a group of kids, you're a group of kids, you're going to party. The other horror films were more serious and adult orientated, you know, especially the Hellraiser films. You know, kids weren't sitting there going, "Hey, let's get high and party this," you know? The Friday the 13th films, it's like, they're partying, we're going to party.
1: Yeah, you really didn't have to pay attention to them. They weren't plot heavy. No, I
2: mean, look not at, at all. This
1: Jason shows up and Jason uh, walks out of Part Two and Part Three. There's some kids in the country. He fucks them up. End of movie.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Nah, I mean, I was I was gonna say at my old video store, it was great because they did have a porno room, but they uh, had glass windows. Like it was it was it was literally just uh, a waist high wall, and then the rest of it was glass. So you could stand there and stare at all the cover the VHS covers.
0: You oh, see all the you porno know what on the fun cover. Part was? <laughs> what was Standing that? Standing
1: outside the porno room looking at VHS tapes, and when someone walked out, if they looked a little bit shady, yeah, give them the look. Yep. I <laughs> well, they that they'd hang a great their thing head of- down in shame and rent their fucking movies.
2: Yeah. No, not at the one I went to. When I was a kid, um, it was in a really sleazy part of town. Uh, it was called Pick a Flick Video, and they had two big sections, the porn section and the horror section. They had, like, a, a small wall with drama, a halfway decent wall with comedy, but their horror section was just, like, a full wall and in a like, three racks on both sides filled with horror. And the porno room, like I said, had glass windows. You look in there, it was Half the fucking store, basically. So Yeah, you know what? they had the it,
1: glass windows, don't you?
2: N- oh, and make sure they weren't jerking off in there.
1: Yeah, they'd have to say, oh, God. Because that was the problem yeah. they had in the old closed-dead porno rooms. You would have guys go in there and jack off to the covers and run out real quick.
2: <laughs> yeah, they'd have to spend the 4 run. or $5 dollars to rent the movie. <laughs> yeah,
1: no, like, that's exactly why what he they had it. Run! <laughs> that's. that's, that's
2: yeah. And like I said it was in this it was in like um the shady industrial part of the town that I grew up in. And it was right next to a Chinese shop. It was in like a mini mall, but it was an inside mini mall. Like it like the outside had the supermarket, you had to walk in down a like a hallway and all the stores were lined up inside. So you yeah. would go in there, grab your Chinese food, you No, know, you get your videos and then go right next door, get your Chinese food and you were set for tonight. Yeah. You know, and sadly, when it closed down, um, my cousin Joey and I, we broke into it right after it closed down and tried to run out with as much shit as we could. And uh, did you, get, did <laughs> you, you
1: know, get anything?
2: No, the porno section was empty, but there was a couple of horror movies on VHS we grabbed and we grabbed every poster we could.
1: Yeah, well, most of those video stores, when they closed down, they would call a liquidator and just sell their entire stock.
2: Yeah, no, he had a couple VHSs still there. I mean, not nothing good. I think I got, like, Seeds of Evil, and oh, what was the other one I got from there? It was, like, a couple shitty, Scared Stiff, I got my VHS of that from there.
1: Seeds of Evil? And
2: uh, uh, Yeah, Seeds of Evil.
1: The Andy Milligan film?
2: Yeah, I believe so, yeah.
1: Oh, I got to be VH- I got the bitch. original
2: VHS of that.
1: Oh, you son of a bitch.
2: <laughs> yup, I have the original. I stole it from the store after well, technically it's not stealing. They were closed down. And no, the game was just fucking
1: Milligan, man.
2: <laughs> and I mean, I was mostly after the posters. Like I got um a great day of the dead poster. I got the Evil Dead poster which an ex-girlfriend stole from me, bitch. Um <laughs>
1: Hey, she got good taste.
2: Yeah, oh, she did. She had excellent taste in films.
1: Yeah, so that's uh, what it's hard to really explain. That's another reason that we're talking about poor show Day of the Dead bombs his day. If you look at the theatrical poster, it's shit.
2: Yeah, and uh, which one are you talking about? Are you talking about the one where it's the um, head with the uh, sun going behind it? Or is, yeah, is it the, 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 the one with Bob?
1: The one that looked like an ugly-ass rip-off of Day of the Dawn of the Dead poster.
2: Yeah, where yeah, where it's like this cheesy drawing, and then it had the sun, it, it like bled out into the sun. The other one, the one I grabbed, which I wish I still had, I lost that in storage. Was um, it had a painting above with a horde of zombies behind them, and it just yeah, said Day the media, of the Dead.
1: That's the media VHS poster, and goddamn, that was good. Yeah, you know, that one every was
2: excellent.
1: VHS, every DVD copy, A Day of the Dead. Uses the fucking VHS artwork. Yeah. That's the yeah, movie we wanted to see. Well, you know.
2: Well, I think I have um the old VHS looking one with the uh, Bub on the cover. I have one like that where it unfolds out. That one I got wrote, signed by George Romero.
1: Oh, the Anchor Bay one with yeah that that Bub's head's open up and it has uh Doctor Frankenstein's oh, note.
2: Yeah, and I I have that autographed by um, Romero and the casting crew.
1: Oh, nice.
2: Yeah, that one that one I have sealed up. <laughs> that one, my Dawn of the Dead autographed by Romero and the casting crew.
1: Yeah, you showed shown <laughs> to people. me, and you got the Dawn of the Dead set complete. He's got yes. it completely autographed, folks.
2: Yep. Yeah, by zombies too, and I got um. Night of the Living Dead uh, autographed by um, Chili Billy and uh, George Romero. God, I'm,
1: I'm an <laughs> i motherfucker on two legs. Yeah, they're
2: they're all they're all put in plastic, so nothing could to happen to them. Yeah,
1: Billy. I a, rarely
2: watch them. Yeah. And I also Bill's have a fool, um. A motherfucker
1: on two legs. I mean, just damn.
2: I also have um, the German Blu-ray of the complete cut of Dawn of the Dead. Not the mall hours cut. This is an actual um, produced um, real release of Dawn of the Dead, fully intact with all the footage put back into it
1: with the sound
2: correction.
1: Yeah, the German set, the one that you have, has all of the footage from the box set edited, edited into one coherent film.
2: Yeah. So that that's that's a hard one to find. I I think I paid 60 for that one which someone yeah. put up on eBay and mall I'm like you're stupid, I'm taking it.
1: Nasty ass kitchen sink cut.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that what was that the mall mall, mall hours cut, right? Is that that yeah. one? Yeah. I have that one too, but that that's the one I usually pop in if I'm just like drawing and I want something playing in the background. But if you ever watch the 8mm footage from Dawn of the Dead, there is a pregnant woman that was supposed to be in the movie. And Romero actually was like, nah, we can't put a pregnant woman in this. Because back then, he's like, that's pushing a little too far for the 70s, you know?
0: <laughs> now they yeah. throw it, in.
2: They did it in the remake, but they actually had a zombie baby born. But back in the yeah. 70s, he kind of had a pregnant woman. And the only existing footage is on 8mm film, which is in the uh Same with box him and all- uh,
1: Christine running around the mall in the Santa Claus outfits for no fucking reason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're not even zombies. It's just Romero and Christine in fucking Santa Claus in an L suit running around <laughs> the fucking mall with a shopping cart.
2: Yeah. Uh, I miss him. I miss Romero. He, he was special. Anyway, we got away from Friday 13th, <laughs> big time. Yeah.
1: Which one do you want to do next? We have uh, seven, Jason the Pop Farmer, one. I was going to do one earlier, but my copy conked out. I had to get a new one. One, seven, Jason X, Freddy versus Jason, and Jason the Pop Farmer.
2: Um, let's do seven. Okay. Because... That one has a lot of issues I want to address. I love Kane Hodder, but the psychic, it was like, okay, Carrie fights Jason, which they would have titled if they had the rights to Carrie. They would have literally called it Carrie fights Jason.
1: Yeah, the new blood.
2: Yeah, so, and that one is the one that got attacked by the MPAA badly. Oh, God. Like, horrifically, you know, and that even to this day it still hurts what we could have had compared to what we ended up getting by no fault of Beekler at all. Yeah. He tried. He tried to give us what, you know, yeah. what the fans wanted. And also the but producer the at the time. The
1: biggest problem is that he didn't have any bait scenes filmed.
2: Yeah. Yeah, so they, you know, when they submitted it, they should have they should have kept it for. They didn't know at the time that how big VHS was going to be that it would come out and they could do you know, the uncut version like they did with Jason Goes to Hell. Jason Go to Hell they did a s they did a smart. They they released the theatrical version and they said, Alright, fuck you, we're releasing the uncut version now. So they should have did that, but they didn't yeah, know that, no the did, did, did that, But they still
1: haven't released the uncut version of part five on D V D, they assholes.
2: Yeah. So Unfortunately, you know, <laughs> we'll never see a complete part 7, which breaks my heart, cuz I do love that one. That that had one of my favorite Jason looks. With the, the, the as far as the hockey mask, I loved the eating away.
1: One face, of the most painful reveals ever. I loved it.
2: Which one? Which what's your favorite kill?
1: Where his mask is just ripped off his freaking head and you're just like, "Ow."
2: Oh yeah. Which the producer of that film? Hated that Jason wanted it completely cut out She said he looks like a frog And wanted to get rid of that scene So where his mask came off And wanted to redo it And they were like nope We're leaving it in
1: yeah. so. <laughs> And thank you all for listening And we're leaving with A very long Loving traditional Christmas song that really shows most of our views about Christmas doesn't it
0: oh yeah <laughs> oi
1: <Boy>. oi <Oy laughs> to the world and good night and thanks for being on Fred see you next Friday the 13th or earlier
2: thank you for having me always happy don't
0: despair got